Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf, fella. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Holy jumping, I'm Darren Pang, and you're listening to The Fellas here at Missing Curfew. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew Mondays. Talk about fresh. Monday, Monday. Feeling fresh on a Monday. I'm feeling way fresher, bro. I know, buddy. You're looking fresh. I take care of myself. I'm a pro. I know. I would have never gotten in trouble now, bro. A little Port Hope trip, eh? Get in bed early, up early, don't eat. Jerk off a lot. I would have never oh, been yeah, in trouble. Yeah, totally. What a program. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a comeback, fella. <laughs> I'm making a comeback, fella. Uh, thanks to our boy, Matt Chapman. Chappy, um, chappy. Fucking nice little, the Blue Jay thing he had on was nice. He's an absolute, did he's I a get, stud, bro. Did I get down to double XL? You think that, that was nice to see the little black on black? Professional, like, like hockey guy, take a, take a note, eh? Take a he's note a, from a starting third baseman for the Jays. Yeah. He's a pro. He had so many good things to say. I love about the home run jacket. I love that he said, we're still going to have fun, but we're going to be serious Blue Jays. You know this is my squad up. Yeah. You know how and me and Lewis feel about He this said thing. that that group in that room realized that this is their this is their chance. This is going for to it. make a splash, boys. Yeah. So, Chappie, we'll thanks see, for coming on. We'll He's see you in Toronto at Marble. Friend and, uh, of the pod. What else is Peter Gurge's place? Mademoiselle. <sighs> He's got them all. <sighs> Peter. We'll see you there this time. <laughs> uh, up dog, Darren Pang, uh, in studio. Uh, great job by you. It's it's way more fun having them in studio. Panger's an absolute legend. Uh, so, thanks for getting for him. And this is, this is a great interview. Great interview. Taking his time out of a little road trip uh, in front of a golf game that we're going to get the, shortly hereafter. Um, but guy, man, five foot four of just uh, ball happiness and laughter. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, fuck, he explains it. I think he played at 135 pounds. Yeah. He's a beauty. Well said. He's just laughing. Great voice. Uh, Darren Pang coming at you here. Coming at you, fella. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up dog. Big fella. Big fella and little fella. Great being with you, buddy. Uh, really great. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. You're I- looking sharp in the Johnny O. Pu- a uh, little three-piece zip or three-quarter zip up, like by that. the way. I picked, oh, I picked up one of those last week for St. Patty's Day, so I know how soft and nice. Oh, 
Yeah. And how you can move nicely in it. Whoa, look at that move yeah, there. Yeah. He's got a good move. The elbow's <laughs> working. But I'll tell you this. You do not show up on the road on a road trip without a nice little golf pullover, don't you? I always do. Just in case there's some always. emergency nine ready no to be question. played. I always have something. You've got to... I'm well prepared. Whether it's even the, uh, the the sleeves that just go underneath maybe a golf shirt. It might get a little cooler. So you got the sleeves yeah. going on. And then you got to have, uh, well, for sure, then you've got to have... <laughs> a little cashmere, maybe. A little cashmere sweater vest. Well, and, and that's all we wear is these pants anyway nowadays. Like it's yeah, so, the stretchy it's, pants. You don't even need, a, no don't even need to bring shorts anywhere. You know, so I'm, uh, it's, it's, I am always ready for sure. Somebody always calls, Uppy. Yeah. Always oh, calls. And they're like, hey, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, well, no, not a whole lot. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, let, let's just start off here. This is an absolute treat to have you in the studio. Yeah, uh, we've been you. working on it for a while because you are, to me, you're my most colorful, most smile, smiling, <laughs> vibrant uh, human being that gets to hang out on the bench, but doesn't get to play on my team. So, well, our Thank team. You. But uh, that's happy. We've been on a, f a number of teams together. Yes. And, and the flights, bud. So let's start there. <laughs> I, I miss I the love bird. The flights. I miss yeah. the bird, Panger. I miss that, that private bird uh, like oh, you boy. can read about. And I know Shane O'Brien over there. This oh. is, uh, misses I miss the red just, wine. And I'm in the back. So I, we're in the back, you know, uh, Chaser and I were in the very back row. So then there's that food area. And then the food gets taken away. Uh, Chaser and I had it set up so well. So we've, uh, we, we had it so that we tipped the girls, make sure, make, made sure that we had a, a little bottle of Grey Goose always ready for us. There was always a Perrier. I have, I'm, I'm the lemon guy. He's the lime guy. They were, the cup was sitting out with the ice ready to go. We had everything ready. We were rolling. We had the blankets. We had the pillows. They had I mean, it all. They had, had the names. They had their uh, initials <laughs> on their head. No one else yeah. had initials on their yeah. head. It was spectacularly yeah. run by Kelly Chase, the yeah. uh, the C the CEO of Panger Vision for yeah. sure. And then uh, and then we look behind us and there and there there's up. He's got he's Fuck got all those he. compressor <laughs> things on his legs. He's changing into his. He's changing in. He's got. I didn't wear much clothes. No that gear on no, right yeah. there. And, <laughs> and I, we're looking back and I'm like, man, Chase, remember when we were in shape, you know, and then we yeah. just turn around, have a, have a cocktail. And then some of the coaches that didn't have them up front, they would slide back and yeah. hey, what do you guys got back here? We had a little, little, little uh, bartending area. It was great. Well, when we talk about National League, that's National League. And the thing yeah. I took out of the air was you tip the, you tip the flight attendant. So that's yeah. why you had your initials on there. That's why you had the blankets. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Respectful. Yeah, I I've, I always ask the trainers now too. I said, are the, are the boys still tipping? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's not it's a lost art. Is it really? It's a lost art. That's why if I were a trainer, I would want my GM to make sure that he trades for a Kachuk. Yeah, because yeah, they sure. get it. You know, yeah, they, they they understand can, it. Can, they get it. They bring them up for lunch. They do what the what what the old man, what Big Walt would have done. Can we stay right there? How great are those kids? They've They're been, awesome. They've been unbelievable to me. Not being this podcast. We got lucky enough to spend some time with Big Walt. I walked into Maddie's house in, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, which is a sick pad, and there's Big Walt. And I'm like, I'm going to take my time, all right? I'm not going to yeah. just he's, – he's talking to you know, some people. He Maddie eventually calls him over and says, Big Walt, come over here. And I sat there, and then lucky enough, Chelly walks in five minutes later. So I got Big Walt That's and Chelly. Walt's got the cigar going. The Bud Lights are flowing, but – just a great family, huh? Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I love being around Big Walt. We were lucky enough. Were you there? Were you on the, on the blues when, when, uh, when Big Walt was retiring? No. no you you talk about the little things in life, fellas. Like he, he knew he was retiring and it, he picked the games. We were St. Patty's Day in New York City. Well, we, we stayed in and hunkered in at this little pub for hours and hours and hours. And he made sure, he knew it was his last ride. He made sure that he had... All the trainers came by. 
All the players came by. The broadcasters, for sure. Like, he's just, it's an automatic. Here's a text. We're all going out to whatever pub it was. And we sat there for hours. And and then he decided what other game he wasn't playing. And when he did, he sent a text. Hey, boys, we're going out. You know, I've only got four more left in me. And just treated everybody with such great respect. And then we were in Calgary. And we were at Joey Tomatoes. And yeah. we were sitting back there. And, and I get a text. And it's like, hey, boys, head on over. Drag the broadcasters. Get them over to Joey T's. Matt's going to come over. He was playing for the Flames. And he's going to come on over and drop by. But I got all the trainers. And, and, and basically, Big Walt's sitting there. He's employed by the Blues. But he's there in Calgary spending time with Matthew. He's got the Calgary Flames quarter zip going on. But, but he's got everybody all around. He's got the Flames trainers. He's got the Blues trainers. He's got... Now Matt comes in. And know what, you know what he says to Matt? He says, Matt, yeah, just, you know, stick around and have a few beers. I know you got to go. You got dinner with somebody else. But uh, stick around. And then uh, and you know what you're doing next? And Matt, he goes... I'm paying the bill, Dad. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was it was great. Sorry, I'm so, so good. Huh? We're at the Maddie's house, and, and Big Walt goes, Where, "Where'd Brady go?" And Maddie's like, "Fuck, God, I think he went home." He's like, "Not even mad. I'm just disappointed." <laughs> you know, he's a good, he's a good kid, but I'm not even mad. I'm yeah. just disappointed. That's uh, great. It was it was funny too how he he mentioned he's like Brady's here, and he doesn't even know he's in the All Star game. He's just here like hanging out with his buddies. It was the all-star <laughs> skills comp and we were all up in this great suite that Vinny Viola just built a little nightclub in there. Oh, really? Awesome. Panthers club. Panthers club. No you blanket like banger. You yeah. blanket buddy. Yeah. And uh, we were doing the smoky old fashioned. Like the, old, like the, the LA the, forum? Like we were, yeah. we raced out of the, the room to get to the forum the club afterwards? Yeah. Or Dallas? Dallas had that club at reunion as well. So okay, now it's the now it's the I try I tried, the, the the club in uh yeah, in I sunrise. Tried, I tried to get nine well, we got nine nine our pod. I tried to get a bite on the form club, but the great one's not gonna bite on that. But nah, I was like, could he I even go in the, could he even go in there back in back the day? Back in the day, I'm sure he did. Yeah. yeah. He had to have his own I'm sure like he did. inside the red club. You know, he, he had his own yeah, red club. Yeah, but you had all these other like really big yeah. superstars that hung out there. Yeah. That was the great thing about going there. Yeah. You know, is that I, I mean, they look at me like you're the you were the, goal, out, you were the goalie that was yeah. <laughs> the little short bald guy who's like 24 hey, years old. Full wow. disclosure: I watched a little highlight of you before this on oh, yeah. Bernie. Uh, Bernie Nichols came in, um, dished Ooh. one to Steve Larmer. And Larms. he brought it to the, he, you came across the fucking crease panger with the glove like this <laughs> and he went back on you and then, no, it was, it, he brought it to the backhand and you went to the blocker like this, you were leaping and then you fall back and he's got the empty net and you're, you're chicken wing there. Just go boom. And you save it. I got it. It's a Rain full, glove. It's a highlight of the year. And wait a second. That was in LA. Yes, it was in LA. I, I, because they had the yellow and purple I had, jerseys. I on. had white, I had white pads in the white brand new white pads. First game I ever wore those white pads was that game. And I'll tell you, I'll I'll tell you a story about that one. And and it's funny because it was an ESPN game. Bill Clement told me years later and, and he was doing the game and he said, here comes wee little Darren Pang and his wee little white pads. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And I swear, I just took them out of the box in Chicago. We flew there to LA. Bob Mason started the game. He was my partner. I love Bob Mason. He's a great guy. He started the game, but he never told me that he didn't really have success in LA. He, he, he didn't complete a lot of games. So I, but, but Steve Thomas, Stumpy was Love injured. Stumpy. He, yeah, he hurt his uh, shoulder. So Stumpy says to me, he says, oh, hey, want to go to the beach, man? Have you ever been to LA? And I said, I've never been to LA. Let's go to Venice Beach after lunch. I said, great, let's go to Venice Beach. We go there, you know, everybody's, they're pumping iron. We're walking up and down, fire the shirts off. We're pale white. I mean, it's just <laughs> sick white. And we're, we're going, nothing on us. Sun is beating down on us. And uh, we're like, we should get going, huh? I'm like, yeah, we got to get going. We got to get there. And then we got to get in our suits and our suit. I put on this suit. I'm like, oh man, I'm red. Got to the rink, put on the gear. 
a little crusty, a little red, a little bald head just beaten red. And uh, warm up starts. I'm pretty cool. LA, this is awesome. 13 minutes into the game, I think 13 minutes in the game, Mace gives up three. He's gone for the game. I got to put the mask on. I'm like, oh. Tuck it all in there. And that was the the game. That was the game right there. That was it. See? And then I went into Edmonton and and Calgary and back-to-back nights and and got to play. Like That's the first time I actually got to play three in a row and got a feel for it. That save, I I remember that save. Yeah. I I didn't make very many, so I remember most of it. We'll we'll, we'll clip this and put it on there. Really? It'll be fucking juicy because it's a badass save. I I don't know if the people watching you daily on TNT or with the Blues really understand like your flexibility back in the day. That that was wicked, huh? Yeah. Man. I had a good goal. I see it on the golf course. Like I see the turn. That's how I got that golfer's elbow. Right here and right here. I had it too. Like, isn't it the worst thing ever? Oh, it's brutal. You couldn't even... Ah, I know, I, I know. can barely go. <laughs> That's when you know you gotta take some time off when you can't open the cold one after the Bro. round. I went in I this, like that. this girl panger, she worked my forearm over for about Did two they, months. They grind it <sighs> downwards, right? Like downwards, with this. and I was just cry, oh. I was crying on the inside. It was the worst thing ever. My dad's going through it right now. Ugh. Well, luckily he's had seven months off or six months off in Canada. So in Canada, yeah. He's back, he's back, he's back. <laughs> not exactly the happy ending you're looking for no. when they get digging into there. No, no exactly. that's, that's not <laughs> good. No, hey, speaking yeah. of the Great Western Forum, we yeah. go to a lot of concerts there and like, what a great building, especially back in the day. Yeah. It must've been unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. Like rolling up in there and I can't imagine being Gretz and the Kings, but even as a visitor and a young kid, it must've been just like the old yeah. Great Western Forum, right? You know, you know, what's neat is that I did that. That was that first year that you were talking about, Uppy. That was, uh, well, my first year was 87 full time. So that would have been an 87 and then, so that year ends, and then, you know, the next year, Gretz is there. So now you went from the purple sweaters to my next year, and I only played 81 games in the NHL, but I caught that, that cool moment of black and silver. And Gretz, the first time you go on the ice in L.A. now with Gretz playing is, is different. But that team that you, you talked about was with Bernie Nichols, with Jimmy Carson, with Luke Robitaille. Craig Lachlan, who's now, he's, he's been a broadcaster for the Washington Capitals for a long time. He was on that team as well. And I, I'll get into one quick story because I said it the other night. Someone had mentioned that Yager and Lemieux were the only two on the same team to score their 50th goal in the same game. And there was the anniversary uh, just the other day. I saw it. I saw it. Someone posted it. And I'm like, I was I would have joined that group because that the next I don't know what it was. The next time we were there, same team, but maybe in March end of the year, we get in there and I'm I'm playing a lot, but I have just a rotten stinking warm up. I'm, I'm starting in there. I give up four in the first period. Coach comes over, Wayne Thomas comes over and he looks at me and goes, I think I'm going to take you out. And I said, you know what? I th- I'm feeling okay. Like I'm going to get it back. So I gave up three in the second. He comes over to me again. I go, nah. give up two. I'm like, I, I got better. I gave up nine. And, and in that game, <clears throat> Jimmy Carson scored 49, 50, 51. And I think at that time, he was the first, maybe he was the first teenager, one of the few teenagers to score 50 in a year. He had some great Mets. Wow. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy wow. Carson had some great Mets. And then Luke Robitaille scored 48 and 49. So we're getting ready for the third. I'm saying, hey, boys, just don't let Luke, like, don't let him shoot it. Not, not let him score. Don't let him shoot it. Like, and so he never got his 50th, but I would have been the, I think someone I would have been the second goal. Somebody just blocked the shot for crap. He skates so, he's so slow yeah, anyway. Can somebody stop that guy? Can Luke Robitaille really shoot it back in the oh, day? He was just like, he was I feel like he had a big paddle and just went to the net. He, he had, he, I don't know what he did. Like he'd be yeah. great in this day. You know, the goalies, you know, like Connor McDavid's goal the other yeah. night, you know, oh. he banks off the back of his head. That's yeah. what Luke would have done that all day long. Really? Cause he had, he had great mitts. He's who, all, who modern day would he remind you of now? Uh, like a Luke Robitaille. Well, who's slow with great mitts? Yeah. Patty Maroon. 
He's slow and he's got good Corey nets. Corey Perry, Corey yeah. Perry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a like a that's big a good lefty. question. Yeah, like I don't know. Is it a slow oh, and good? No net. one's slow anymore except for those two guys. Like yeah. Tavares. Is yeah. he like a Tavares? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know, sometimes you know, Ori. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the I fact a, guy. Yeah, I had a talk fact with Ori this year. He, was, he kept telling me, it, and and he'll like this because I was like. All right, how are you doing? He was really struggling early on. He goes, I'm just trying to think quicker. I'm trying to get quicker. I'm trying to be quicker. And I went, <laughs> I went, all right. Um, you're not going to get quicker. You've never been quick. You're I never, wanted to be taller. I'm too, like, you're right? never going to get any slower because that's the way you are. And I said, like Luke Robitaille stayed at the same speed all the time. Just, just do your thing. You're, yeah. You'll be just fine. Yeah. Isn't it you know? crazy? Like, I, I, I knew, love that all right. Oh, I love him. He's Man. the best. I met him when he was 20, but like. How much he? You're in Colorado. I was in Colorado. Colorado from, yeah, yeah. So I walked. Uh, I walked in. And I was on a one year deal. Both my sixth year in the league, and don't know anyone on the team. And this fucking O'Reilly kid comes down with a flat brim hat on and looking swag. And I throw one of our <laughs> looking one swag. of our favorite bands because the boys were playing too much fucking country. I'm like enough. And anyways, he starts dancing to it, and the rest is history. But his work ethic. Mm, but like the one strong. thing that I, I I sometimes with the fact daddy is he he holds on to the game too much. Maybe yeah. right. Like you're saying, I got to get quicker, buddy. You're at Stanley Cup, Conn Smythe champions, Captain of the St. Louis Blues. Just be yourself. Yeah. But he's always looking to like improve. Well, can and- you imagine every single warm up? Because he's, because I, I go to the, my spot between the benches for every warm up. And, and for how many years? So 2000, we got him in 18, 19, you know. So let's, let's just call it, I'm just going to guess, five straight years of watching him do the same thing every single warm up and not deviate from it once. We got guys in the league that don't even know which way to go around on the warm-up. Like, like up I was over just chatting with you the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. we messed over it over there. Yeah. But he, he, so he goes through his routine, and then he, and then he, and he lays down five, probably ten pucks, and he goes through ten pucks, and he, he, he just little sauce, little chip, 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 brings the pucks back in, and then he chip, 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 and then he does it again, and he does it, so he chips it just over the puck, so it lightly gets over the puck. Yeah, right. Just this is it. Whoop. There, 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 and he does it, and I watch every every. I'm like, you know, and it, it's it's just discipline. It's discipline to get better. It's discipline to do the right things. You know, when it comes to a game and your sticks right there, he's going to lay that. That yeah. puck is going to get over. That it's not going to be flat. It's not going to be picked off. Yeah. You know, I love the guy. I no, just love him. I used to come up to the gym in Denver. It was upstairs, and I come up like, what, like I <laughs> pretend to do something, and he's on a fucking medicine ball, like fucking shooting pucks and fucking knock. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, I gotta get the course stronger. I gotta get the hands quicker. I'm like, let's go for lunch. Let's fucking go for lunch. Let's get the course stronger. Let's go for lunch. Let me show you how you get this core stronger, right? Let's go mix it. I got this heat yeah. pack on my back here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, it's, it's funny that you say that because I, I ran into Luke Shen. I love the Shen brothers. Yeah. I love them. I, they're just hot stove guys, right? And, I, and I, I run into Luke and he's in the hallway. We're in Calgary and I'm doing a, it might be Calgary and, uh, oh, it had to be Vancouver and Calgary early in the year. And he's sitting there. He's got, he's got the coffee going and he's in the hallway and everybody's, they're on their bands and they've got the you know, medicine balls. The guys are got balls going up against the wall and he's got his he crossed, kind of looks at me, kind of gives me one of these here, like, oh, coffee. He says, uh, so what's going on around the league there, man? What's, what's, what's happening? And I'm trying to picture him in a Toronto Maple Leafs dresser right now where it's like, yeah. it's like they, they run it like Apple. I'm not sure if you're allowed to hot stove in that thing. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know for a fact, well, but I saw the list of their, what they've got in their administration and, and how many people are there. I'm like, 
Luke Shen's like, I just just want a coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's maybe why they brought him in, though, right? Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. A, you got to bring a guy like that, yeah. and I think Factor will help Need with that, that too. It just sucks that Factor got hurt, and right oh. now he's not around the team. Right when you're yeah. hurt, that my sucks. little granddaughter Charlie loves Factor, and she finally said to me the other day, "She's he got hurt again," and I said, it's, "Yeah," and she goes, "I said the goalie should stop those pucks." Yeah, she goes, yeah. yeah, Grandpa, you tell. Tell Ryan O'Reilly that. Yeah. So, they're wearing the yeah. most equipment out they're there. Wearing, the goalies. They got get the fuck out of them. Like, everybody get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, That was in the ozone, too, oh, right? Like, yeah, it was kind of on, your own yeah. D. Like, oh, yeah. just fucking. Well, when he blocked the shot earlier in the year, I watched him do it, and it was the oddest thing. He stuck out his right leg, and that's when you know that it's not going well for you. He exactly. was doing things abnormally. Exactly. Just whatever he could do desperately, or anybody does the same thing. You do the same thing, and you yeah. do. And all of a sudden, he stuck out his right leg, and he took it right on the boot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not the right. Yes. When things were going good for me, I just took penalties. I'm like, fuck it. I'm taking I'm just go to the box. But you're so right. When when things are going your way, you're like, I got to do something more. I got to do something more. Something more. And usually that means something different. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did you ever put, I was talking to my son Tyler about it. He still plays like men's hockey and whatever. Do you ever put a a metal rod or a a rod inside this? the aluminum sticks <laughs> no never? no i never did that okay. for a, what's the sound on like the, no on the like on the, cross the, P, on the pk yeah for yeah. a cross check on the pk put a, a broom handle or something <laughs> i don't understand why guys don't do that remember in floor hockey when we were kids yeah. and you got those flimsy things yeah, yeah i always put some kind of wood in there so mine was always a little bit firm where i could god you're, go drag you're a an innovator bit. yeah you didn't do you that? I'm surprised you didn't do that. By the way, I'm, I'm checking your golf clubs today. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> you got them for me. Up. Yeah, yeah. We'll huh? dial you in. Kid size, right? I, he picks me up at the hotel, opens up the trunk, and he's got this little kid. Is, is he's got a golf club? Oh, like, golf I got hey, I got a set of clubs for you. <laughs> 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 uh, that's great. Where are the Blues putting you up? As a couple guys that missed the nice hotels. Where are you staying? I drove out to Anaheim to get them today at the old J-Dub. Yeah, that new Yeah, at least there's a new one there. Yeah. It's good. I told him, I'm like, you yeah. know, um, Coop had the boys down at the Avea, the new hotel down. Yeah, right? yeah, that's because well, we Coop, that. that's that's Coop, yeah, our boy Pickup just redid it. It's a beautiful hotel. Oh, yeah. But that's because the Coop dog wanted to be down in the mix because yeah. he was playing Big Canyon and then he was going oh. to a restaurant for dinner. Yeah. And, and there's, and listen, our league's optional anyway. There's no morning skates anymore. That's there's great. no skates. It's optional. That's because we're hey, out of the league. Hey, yeah. hey, there's no defending there's, anymore. That's good, optional. Yeah, there's That's no optional. Def- defending's optional. It is optional. It's You don't have to defend. It is frustrating for me to oh watch. Oh my God. You and me both, buddy. Man. You and what, me both. what is the most frustrating thing ice level now that is so different than, you know, the eras that you've seen pass? Is it is it just like the lack of... Lots. You know, the one thing when you mentioned, you Lots. know, how, how the younger players treat, you know, the trainers or whatever, that yeah. that, that that's unfortunately, you know, something that... Should have been looked, should have been carried on from generation to generation, right? It was the one thing I, I knew going in like these old guys, this is what they did. They treated the trainers with respect and, you know, take care of them. Now, like, is it what's the transition like and why is it? Why are these yeah, like younger kids you know making I, so much money now? I, I guess there, there's, there's a lot I'm of- not giving it away to everybody. There's a lot of frustration for, <laughs> for me when I watch clubs. it. Yeah. A lot of frustration when I, when I watch it and I see a player- there's, there's a couple of things that drive me crazy. They probably drive you crazy as well. I don't know about the evolution of a slash. It, it, like, I don't, I don't understand. And I say it to our players all the time. I said, I, I got to tell you, if somebody taps your hand in the, and, the, and your stick drops from your hand and you put up your hands like this, basically you're embellishing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and I said, I, I know this sounds like I'm an old, old guy, but why, why would you not hold on to your stick a little bit firmer? And why are... Why is the guy that gives you a little tap like that? It's the guy going to the penalty box. It's like the the guy that doesn't has one hand on his stick and he's holding it like you just had a manicure pedicure. Yeah. You, you, you know you got you got to hold on to it. You know I don't know. In our day, 
and it's and it's not that long ago, but coaches would skate around and bang, whack your yeah, hand. Yeah, totally. Whack your hand. Hold yeah. on to your stick. Two hands your stick. They, they didn't say to the guy that slashed over top that, uh, <clears throat> you know, they, they didn't blame that guy whatsoever. They blame the guy that didn't hold on to their stick. So there's a couple things. And when it happens, I, I don't like when they, they all go like that. You what, know, what about, what about com- really frustrating complete reversal of, we talked about this the other day, but of a guy that gets tripped and calls off the penalty to the referee. Uh, that was unbelievable. That? Yeah. It's happened <laughs> twice, it's happened twice, now. twice yeah. now. Yeah. You know, McHale was the first one, right? Yeah. Do you, do, would, Patterson did it the other night too. Yeah. Do you think they should just, you know, yes, you trip, but you don't need to like wave off a penalty, right? Like if they're going to call it, it's, it's funny you say that about the tripping because we, every time the tripping number one is the number one highest percentage call in the NHL. You're probably not surprised. I think it's is 17, it more than hook? 17 or 18%. Hooking's about 13%. Oh. So I got a buddy of mine that sends me these stats all the time because he doesn't like referees. So he always, yeah, he <laughs> always says, what ref- number yeah, yeah, not what like referee, field that and, and then what referee it is and, and what have you. Oh, my buddy, Timmy. Billy. And then, and so he, he, he goes through my this whole buddy. thing. So tripping, tripping's easy. Yeah. But, but half the time, you know, the stick's in the area. The guy takes a tight turn. You can, you can see that the edges of his skate are going out and, and the bottom of his boot catches the ice. And yeah. there's, you know, there's no tripping. I'm just interested when the playoffs do start, you know, is that percentage going to go down a little lower? You got to watch that real carefully, you know, because you can't miss it. Hey, you you, you yeah. can't miss that. I mean, a tripping call is still a two-minute minor penalty and it might not be the fault. So to have a player do that, I mean... I mean, it was when Kale did it, I saw what he was. You can kind of see is almost apologetic. It's like a guy that plays tennis and let cord, you know, and yeah. you know, he wins the match on a, on a cheesy little yeah, no, shot. We play, and pick, hits we play pickleball. pickleball. Yeah, exactly. When it hits the net, sorry. Yeah. Hey, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But the pickleball is not the national, <laughs> is not the national hockey <laughs> no. league. As soft as it gets, and I'm sure, and I love Kale McCarr, and, yeah. I, and Uppy's right about Pedersen, and Pedersen's starting to grow on me. Great players, and I'm sure they're the great. I've never met a bad Swedish person in my life. I'm sure Pedersen's the nicest kid. However... You're still that that sticker on your helmet. I don't even know if they have the NHL sticker anymore, but it's the NHL pair, yeah. right? It's a, it's a penalty. Okay, it's gonna all even out, boys. Don't yeah, wave it, it off. It, it does all. Right? We're it gonna, does gonna, all it's gonna, I'm yeah. gonna take a dumb dumb one eventually. That yeah. you know. So to me, I just had a hard time with with guys doing that. But yeah, it, it's 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 something that I haven't seen very often. And no, I've actually seen some referees actually go back on calls, which I yeah, you don't see that very often either. I think I think they're doing a, a pretty good job. What I see at, at ice level is I, I think I see some referees that, you know, we're going through a change. I mean, we got guys that don't have a lot of experience at our, at our level and they're sitting there and they're dealing with a head coach like a Craig Berube or a veteran coach like a, a Pete DeBoer or a Casta. We can go through the list of all the, all the coaches, but, and, and you know, they got to look them in the eye and they got to address something with those guys. And there's got to be a little intimidation and, they, they, you know, it's going to take some time. I, I would probably like for the referees to go to the bench a little bit more often and explain some things. Yeah. I think that d- yeah. diffuses it a lot. I mean, you, you had Wayne Gretzky as your coach and, and, and Wayne was an inexperienced NHL coach, but people probably forget he was really intense. Like he, he was to, so he, into his it. His voice would be so high. It was Remember? so it into was it. A... And, but all he wanted was, and the referees didn't want to maybe, maybe address him. He's the greatest ever. Yeah. But, yeah. but when they came over to him, everything calmed down. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing with everything. I, I had a situation the other night where, Craig Berube just wanted an answer. Why is there a double minor up there when you told us it was only, only a minor? It says four minutes. You told me to get over here. The referee wouldn't come over. Wouldn't come over. Now he's getting angrier and angrier. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man. Same thing, Panger, happened the other night. They called Helm and Crosby, and they gave Helm the extra one for, fuck if I know what the extra was for. He gave him an extra hold. And Bednard was trying to tell the ref, come over. I want to talk to you. It doesn't come over to him. Bednard had to come out early after the intermission uh, and wait for that. the ref. 
to just have a conversation. Have a conversation. You just want to have a conversation with like him. Like the, the Stanley Cup winning coach had to come I was out say that. early. Yeah. Yeah. Like that to me is, yeah. come on, get over there and talk to him during yeah. the play. Plus, I, it's I, a better game when the refs have are a relationship. talking with the players and this. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a more like civilized, yeah. Controlled. calm you're right. game. Same with linesmen. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm lucky to be, we were talking about O'Reilly a little bit ago, but I'm lucky to, you know, to be there especially when there's a commercial break, the linesmen come over to between the benches. That's where the water is. So they, they, they come by and, and the, the really experienced face-off centermen, they make sure they slide over there. And I, I remember one time in particular, O'Ry being a left-hand shot, he likes to get his right skate out. He likes to boot his right skate out. And this one linesman had a tendency or a habit to boot his left skate out. And he kept blocking O'Ry. <laughs> and so, you know, you learn a lot. You, so I just take off my headset and I was just kind of listening in and kind of, and I'm like, mm. after the game, I got to ask O'Reilly, but it yeah. was a respectful conversation. So the, the linesman's like, oh, I, I get what you're saying. All he was saying was, can you just square up and yeah. don't keep shifting? Yeah. If you're going to shift, shift yeah. the other way, you yeah. know, then box or him out a little bit. And O'Reilly's like, or I'm going to kick you out of this face <laughs> off. Yeah. You know who I am here, but I'll get my guitar and I'll play a tune. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, that, and you got to kill, that took me a while to realize you got to kill the refs with kindness and the linesmen. Yeah. But down between those benches, is there any chirping going on between the guys yeah. anymore? Is there any like, hey, uh, hey, I saw your girl, fucked your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, not, who is the that's best? Been, that's been quiet, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, been quiet. That, that stuff was common stuff. I mean, you know, even when I, when I was a player, there was, there was, there were no regulations. No way. Like there were none, no hey, regulations whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, fella. No, it was a, you know. If fellas, you fucking superstar. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was an epic chirp yeah, of all time, epic. you know. But there was, you know, the, the, the best one still is probably like, you know, Revo is probably, I mean, he's still right up there. Yeah, he is. Patty, yeah. Patty for sure, too. I mean, Patty, Patty, because Patty just says stuff. You know, and, and Patty, the big rig, yeah, like the big rig says stuff. And like when we were, I was between the benches for the Winnipeg series and, and, and the, the big rig skates by, you know, he kind of just slowly skates by we're in Winnipeg. It's the first round of the playoffs and somebody on Winnipeg made the mistake of saying something to him and, and call him a fat ass. And, and that, <laughs> and, and, and he'll sell Boy, that hurts. I know how that feels. You know, <laughs> fucking stinks. But he'll tell you the same thing that that's, you know, that they, they, he comes back and. And he's heard it all before. You've heard it all yeah, before. Yeah. I've heard it all before. Uh, and, and so he does a little twirl and he's slow and, and very calculated. And Revo is very calculated. Yeah. Steve Ott's very calculated. Um, <laughs> but he goes, skates right by and he goes, that's right, boys. Fatty Patty Hockey is back. And the way he said it was like a talk show. It was like, it was like Johnny Carson, yeah. you know, welcoming everybody back to the show. And then he skated and somebody tried saying something else. And I, I could just see Paul Maurice like, guys, let's settle her down, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he, I, but there's, there's been a couple of good ones. Revo, Revo had a, a one that I, I won't, I won't go into detail with it, yeah. but it was him and it was him and uh, Evander Kane. Kaner was playing in Buffalo. Revo was playing with, uh, with the Blues. And it, it was in, incredible what yeah. he said to Evander Kane and how he said it and how he thought it out. And, and uh, Yeah, the deliveries, the deliveries, yeah. everything. But speaking of that, the other night, Revo and Shaw, they were all over Binner. Do you, could you hear? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I was right there. They yeah, were yeah. fucking all over yeah. him every TV timeout. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, I think, what had a little bit to do with Binner losing well, his mind. What do you think? Well, what were they saying? I don't know, but every... Like, they would go TNT back at Panger, and then they, they would show the bench, and Revo and Shawzi would be over, and Binner would be yelling back, and I was like, I wonder what they were... I don't know if you could I hear mean, them, Binner but, would have been just like, Revo, I got you. I got your ring, bud. Like, yeah. what, I don't know. It doesn't fit. It probably doesn't fit you. But it's like, you know... <laughs> I'd be a good comeback. Uh, I mean, comeback. Uh, what do you yell at Binnington for? I mean, yeah, you score five on him in the second. 
second. Well, I, think, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you give you give up five. Yeah. and you're gonna yeah. you know you're gonna get the crowd I, going. I yeah. think I think, oh, just, oh, I so think it was after. No, yeah. I, no, it was right before. It was before. It was before Bitter lost his mind on Hartman. Oh yeah, 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 I think yeah, they, yeah. That's I that's think right. that's when Hartman Hartman said yeah. he's going to go. Hartman gonna did go say that. They yeah, scored yeah. like three straight on him, yeah, four yeah, straight on yeah. him, and I think they just saw the steam coming out of Binner's ears. Hartman, t- Hartman told the referee, "Heads up, it's coming." <laughs> yeah, yeah, did he? Yeah, yeah. And Rebo yeah. and Shaw were all over. I'm like, this Binner's going to lose. Yeah, because Binner poked somebody right in the noodles yeah. a little bit earlier yeah. on, and so let's talk about Binner for a yeah, second. Yeah, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, right? sure does. Yeah, I love the kid. Yeah, he he always told me he wanted to have his own story. Like, you know, the way yeah. he just didn't want to be like this, this average goalie that comes in, makes the national hockey league. He wanted to have like the, his story and fucking a, as he, he's built the story. Now, you know, yeah. some people might say from afar looking at it, you know, and maybe within the group, does he do too much? Like sometimes you hear yeah. does he just stop pucks, but Shane will always say, Obi will always say this. I want a goalie that cares that like shows yeah. fucking that he's going to do it. Cause no one else is sometimes. Right. Patrick now, Waugh did it for a lot of years. When, yeah. when Patrick Waugh wasn't playing well, he, he'd find almost that, I, I like to compare it to, uh, uh, to the great tennis player, um, uh, John McEnroe. McEnroe. Yeah. And the way that McEnroe could, could kind of re, re, I don't know, generate energy out of a negative. You know, he's playing brutal, uh, hitting poor shots. Next thing you know, it's, a, it's the umpire, the referee's fault. Yelling at the referee, yeah. slamming a stick, slamming everything, yelling at the fans, yelling at everybody, yelling at it, yelling, yelling, yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like Curios, the then, same way he plays. Yeah. Bang. Love yeah. that guy. You know, and then bang, and then it turns it back on. Now he's going again. And, and I think Bennington has a little bit of that when things aren't going well. He just, you know, he tries to generate some momentum and he tries to generate some, some energy and some, you know, so, uh, you know. <laughs> He, he's he's tried his ass off all year long. Yeah, like uh, people that just see the clips of what he does, and and they might have some negative thoughts on on Jordan Bennington for that. I I, I see him every day. I talk to him. I think he's a very calculated guy. Um, I think that he has he's played so hard all year long, and and they've given up so many unbelievable chances against him. So for for the for the people that think that that's just him, that they they are wrong. He he's he's got a lot to him. Yeah. And uh, maybe maybe sometimes there's been too much uh, onus on on him and uh and and uh, he's yeah. getting he got a break. I mean, that two game suspension, Greg Berube hasn't he didn't play two games. You yeah. know, they kept Joel Hofer in the net. I, I and get, so I wonder if it was just kind of a maybe it was a resetting thing I want or to maybe a hey bud, like we we said it before, all this kind of stuff right here. You know, if you want to stir it up in the, in the net and, and you want to do what you want to do, we're good. Like we, we should yeah. battle together and we're losing. You gave up five. You're frustrated. But, you know, maybe there's some things that we can calm down and we can learn from them. But. Yeah. yeah. And I looked at it from the angle. Maybe Chief went to him and said, hey, better. Listen, it's been a long year. All right. I, let's just yeah. we're going we're gonna to go with this kid. You know, have a seat here. I, I don't know. He'll probably get back in the net. But yeah. to me, and I've watched Bitter a lot. You know, his numbers don't indicate the year that he's had. Not at all. That's not what I was saying. Like, yeah, he's played chances against him. Fuck. It's been unbelievable. Like, I, I, bet there, I bet there's been some games where it's been 19 to 22 inner yeah. slot shots, slot shots, high quality shots, whatever, high danger shots. I just call them, you know, great A's, you know, yeah. whether dot to dot or deflections or, you know, quick little one-timers or two-on-O's, two-on-ones. Like, he, he's, been, he's been underwater. And, and, and he's guys, hard. we're... we're quick to like forget last year in the playoffs 
just how close he was to stealing a series against the champs, right? Oof. Like he was, it was if, turning. If it was turning, yeah. it was completely yeah. turning. They had to yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had my money on the abs. I, I was yeah. after game. No, it was, he, was he, it game five? They went in and yeah, game five, yeah. they went in to beat the abs. I was like, Oh fuck, here we go. And boys, he had them. He had their, that's that first game that he played when he stopped 50 or whatever. It's like, nobody yeah. can go into that building and do it. Like oh. it, they're a hard team to play against. Like they've got, that oh. is so creative, and, and especially when you've got when you've got Rantanen and you've got Landeskog, two of the best net front presence guys. Besides all the other stuff that's going on, yeah. it, it, like it's for me as a goaltender, it was all about how do you get those guys out of the way. You can't once they get dialed in. Once Landeskog gets plugged in there, you're you're like good luck. And then he's got the good hands, yeah. and then here comes Rantanen, and then Burkowski was there as well, and he's sliding around, and then there's McCarr going. How you make some of the saves against that team is beyond me because they are all high-end shots. Even a little wrister from the point is a high-end shot yeah. just because of the traffic. Totally. And then you Unbelievable got Mc, team. You got McKinnon doing his thing with the tight turns and stop oh and start. Goodness. I mean, their power like play. Yeah. Like, you're a PK guy. I, I watch them even this year where they've been banged up. But last year especially, like I'm like, how do you kill this penalty? They're, they're, never, it's, they're never in the same position. Just never. They're just – you're like, it's impossible. You see almost. Edmonton's power play the other oh night? My oh, my God. It was just – I, yeah, I actually said on the air, game. I'm like, yeah. somebody got to shoot the puck. Yeah. <laughs> I said this. I said this to Cooley on Thursday. Bouchard, I get it. It's hard yeah. when you got 97 and 29. But somebody's got to shoot fucking it. Fucking pound it. Because yeah. that's why he's out there. And he's got a good shot. That's that's his thing. Pound it. That's where Tyson Berry was. a, uh, And Tyson is a, a, a slicker distributor. Yes. You yeah. know, yes, you, for you, sure. You know, like, yeah, but the, the worst thing looks and one I, way, goes the other way, buy some time, bring somebody to you. Now you got it. Now you got a lot of time. The worst, Bouchard doesn't have that natural ability. He's just got a big bomb. I agree. Sorry to cut you guys off. Um, you remember watching the game with Teddy Purcell, uh, the Islanders playoff game when we were at cons yeah. and he talked about Adam Oates a lot. He talked about the philosophy that Oates has brought into the league. Right. And a lot of players, the Kucherovs, the Stamkoses that have hired know, him. F- O'Reilly Shen, yeah. they all, the, all these guys have hired him. Yeah. And, you know, on the power play, if you watch, if you watch Kucherov, for example, in the Ozone, the guy doesn't leave the, you know, the right side, his, his forehand side, yeah. the whole shift. That's where he is. He knows the puck's going to come over to him. He knows all his lines mates are going to bring it to him. If you watch Vladdy, Vladdy played a lot like that too. He wouldn't go below the circles. <laughs> Never a fucking F1. Um, just ask his line mates, ask Schwartzy about that. But, um, you know, when, when I look at um, the D-man, Adam Oates said, you can never get a shot blocked from the top. Never, ever, because it's going to fuck up all the momentum. And, and I see Bouchard, like, a little hesitant on, on letting McDavid down, who can come up and wheel down and yeah. make a play. But if he gets those shots blocked and it goes all the way down, he's got Dreisaitl yelling at him in German. He's got fucking <laughs> McDavid just going, give me the puck back. So He's so, got Hyman saying, I'm, I, yeah. I'm here. Just, yeah. hit, just hit me with it, yeah. But the power play they have is is... They're, they're going to break a league record, I think, this year. It's, they're they're already, at 30%, right? Yeah. 30.1%. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The yeah. best since like the Canadians in 70-something. Okay, it, yeah, 77. So, yeah. You're right. One of my favorite teams growing up. I would team. say Gila uh, Flirt. if I was in the PK. Tabard with SC. Yeah. <laughs> if I was in the PK room and I'd be like, when 97 goes up that high, someone fucking follow up. I yeah. don't care what goes on over here. But when 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 McDavid comes He's up. He's going to beat you down. And though. they give it to him here and he attacks. Oh. And you're this D-man? Because he leaves the zone for a second. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. I got no he, chance. He just, he just has a little, just a little bit of a button hook. Yeah, huh? and he comes out and he's just going, like, I mean, yeah. there's no stopping him, but he's yeah. just going like this. Yeah. Then crazy. you got Dreisaitl and Nuge playing four on three down low. It's, it's a it, recipe for disaster. I said it on the, on the air the other night. How many burgers do you think he can flip on that, with that blade? <laughs> 
I, I thought them? four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I could put four good patties on that. On yeah, that, it's like that right? fucking thick. Yeah. It's a burger flipper for sure. <laughs> it's, well, it's long. It's a Datsuk. I think stick. it's Datsuk's twig, it's isn't it? Datsuk's stick. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, he, is there a better backhand passer in the league than him? How about those two he threw to me? David overtime. Uh, the first one you probably, first one was unbelievable. Yeah, you're like whoa. I was <laughs> that was tape. Yeah. You know that's the thing about being between the bench. You look down for a second or you see somebody. In fact, when that happened, I, I sent out a picture. Vincent Dernay. I don't. You, you yeah, got to yeah. meet this guy. I like his game. You got to meet this guy. He's he's just a, a just a lovable big guy. Yeah. He's very, and he was in my way because he he stands there and I, I I look at him. I go, don't think you're going up for the three on three, big <laughs> yeah, fella. Yeah, yeah, and he that. goes, yeah. He goes, uh, no. Oh, he goes, oh, oh, sorry about that. And he steps back so I could see. You know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you're like, I'm going to tell the coach to throw you out there, give you a yeah. shift because you're a good guy. You moved over. I was like, <laughs> and I can't see the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, banger. He ain't getting oh, no. Oh my! <laughs> but that backhand sauce that was from blue line to blue line, or was it even top of the circles to blue line? Yeah, the the that the was first top one. circle, no oh. looker, no oh. looker. And the first pass he gave Nuge on the goal that tied it up was I mean, that was a sauce. From Do you know who wasn't a, a star in that game? I waited for the stars of the game. Uh, which D was getting roasted the whole time. McD- McDavid was not a star in that what? game. What? Was- <laughs> well, because Nuge had two. Keller had two. Yeah, Kelso so th- great. They, so they went to the visitor, which, you know, usually if it's a win, they just, yeah, dust him off and, and go to the home team. And then tell who got another one. Dreisaitl. Nuge was first. Yeah. yeah. Dreisaitl second. Yeah. And then Kels. Yeah. yeah. Clayton Keller's been like, another guy that's been great to our yeah. podcast. He's playing unbelievable. Has he been that, on the podcast? Yeah, that yeah. Arizona yeah. team yeah. in general, they fucking cost me on the puck line that night, by the way. But I yeah. text him in the second yeah. period. I go, they, what is going they on? They play in that hard. Game? They, they do. They play with structure. They compete. And they got good goaltending. At one point, I, did, I don't think it was on the, I think it was in a commercial break, but I said to Brendan Burke, my play-by-play guy, he does a great job with the Islanders. He's good, good, calls a great game. And I'm like, I'm like, Berkey, uh, who would be a harder out in a seven-game series? The structure of Arizona? Yeah. Or the Oilers? And I, I, it was nothing against the Oilers. It was just a compliment to what they've yeah. done. Yeah. They play hard. They play that. No, it's a little shot to the Oilers. Their structure needs to get a lot fucking better. It, it does. In a hurry. Yeah. Like if they play the LA Kings, I, I know. So I think they're going to play Vegas. Yeah. You might be right. You I think, think LA is going to win this uh, yeah. division. You think I do. So, yeah. yeah. They very well could. I, I do. They very well could. Huh. I just think like, I guess when you have 97 to 29, I, I'm not going to bet against them, but when I've watched the Oilers. And, and at home too. Yeah. 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 At home's been great. What a great yeah. pickup that is. Great pickup. Did you play with him? Or was no, he, I had beers with him one time. He's awesome. He's like a big old Viking. Do you know that his 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 wife from eight hours north of uh, Stockholm? Yeah. Wow. So uh, she was a fire. She was fired up to go to Edmonton because it's like home. They were at, so on Tuesday. He's telling me that they were they were at a hill and it was freezing and they were like, oh yeah, hours we stayed out there. <laughs> hours. Wife loves it. And it you know what else? What's really dogs. crazy? Being Canadians and and I've I've never owned a house in Canada. So I turned pro in 84. Smart. By the time 86 turned around, I was living in the States full time and I bought there. But he cannot buy a house in Canada. He, he's looking. He wants to buy a house. He's got term on his deal. He'll probably sign an extension to be an Edmonton Oiler. And, and Canada won't allow anyone like him in his position, whether it be a doctor or anybody else, to buy a house <laughs> in Canada because he, he hasn't proven taxes for three years. And so he is not able to. He's in an Airbnb. What? So I said to Kenny He'll Hall. He'll himself I said, later. He doesn't need a place I said, Kenny, there. I said, why don't you buy the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Someone yeah. buy him a house. You buy the house that he wants. Yeah. You guys can work it out. Yeah. You know, keep that big fella happy. Yeah, yeah. Someone you know, buy I'm a house. I'm sure he can live in the wing that McDavid built. He's got a nice little got shack. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah, just take the left wing there. The left you know? wing. <laughs> yeah. I, I buzz around every morning. Do you, I just do my, do do you my think, stick handling drills inside. Do you think Kenny Holland did a little background check on like where Ekholm was from and realized that he would like coming out of the That's a great point. Yeah, like, 
because when I heard that, great I was point. like, this guy's a great player and he wants to be there. Because me and Updog bang on Edmonton all the time. Like it was, yeah. you know, now it's obviously because McDavid, but still it's a tough place to live, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think doing your research yeah. is essential. Yeah. I mean, there was probably a couple of guys that he passed on that now he's thinking this worked out pretty well for it's, me. It's yeah. funny you say that too. And sorry, Panger, but I, my, at the last little bit of my career, the year the Blues won the cup, the year I still tried to play Edmonton, I, I was up there. It was a dream for me to be up there. And I questioned that a lot when I was like, holy shit, I was that excited. But it was my hometown team. Yeah. But for a, a lot of guys who don't see that special kind of situation, they're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Or like, and you went up to Calgary and it's not like yeah. Calgary's that bad Cal of a place, but like you, <laughs> you, you, you couldn't die, Panger. That's where careers go to die, buddy. Well, the thing about Edmonton, you know, when, when you were there on a tryout, you would send me videos of their dressing room. And I was lucky enough to play in Vancouver oh, where yeah. you were, yeah. our, our, everything was great. Like our, our change room was like a country club. You know, you go in the back. Oh, in you van? Got, yeah, in van, oh, it was man. unbelievable. They did a great job with that. But if you're in Calgary yeah, and you got to go in the saddle dome, and then it's outside. It's minus thirty. Like at least at Edmonton. Do you have indoor parking in Calgary for no, your car? They don't no. have it in Calgary, right? That's no, crazy. you sit out. No, you come I out. Know. Your fucking cars. I, yeah. First, first game I did there. I just on the air. I actually said it. I said, "This has got to be a big change." And uh, whoever my partner was was talking about. Yeah, for Jonathan Huberto, you know the style of play. I'm saying, no, no. I said. I said it's the the Lamborghini and flip flops versus the, the yeah you, you did know, say you did say that you did the, say that. the, the, the yeah. mucklucks in the Ford well, uh, big they, truck you know you're like Panger they took a picture of Weezy baby and Hubie going in at the start of the baby <laughs> that game I'm like take a picture of them in January going in there they're gonna just be like hang hanging their heads yep it's not easy it's not easy and hey. some people some aren't meant for it and here we have Ekholm he's meant for it. And he's thriving and he loves it. He, and he just looks like he's played there for 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, and, he, and he's, he's perfect for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, I want to switch gears just TNT for a bit. We love what you guys do at Thanks, TNT. Yeah, we love it. And I'm, I'm so happy that I love the, the West Coast games. Usually the late one you're on. We are here West Coasters. We're always watching you. But yeah. um, bring in like your, your dream like call with a game. Who, who, who's involved? Who's your play-by-play -play wow. guy? Who's your color guy? Who's your, you know your maybe guy that you go to too and then that's like, thought provoking yeah well, i don't want to get you in trouble because you're going to leave some guys out here but who have who have you enjoyed the most working with who do you look up to and and that sort of thing what would be your dream call game that's a good call well i mean number one play-by-play -play is dave strader straights oh, i had for him, sure yeah, yeah you know you, you had him and, and yeah. he was just you know we, we we met each other in i think 90 oh my god 96 maybe where we really Got to know each other. Tom Meese was my first broadcaster. The late Tom Meese loved hockey. Great man. Ended up in a terrible uh, swimming pool accident where he, where he drowned in his neighbors in Hartford. And so the next year, we, you know, we, we signed Dave Strader from Detroit to do several games. And, uh, and then when the passing of Tom Meese came around, then Dave Strader was my partner. And he's just, he's on, the, he's, he's, he's musically gifted. He's, he's lyrically talented. You know, you, you want to tease for the game and Scotty Upshaw is coming in, kind of bebopping around. He, 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 he'd, he'd come up yeah. with something that, that just, it just, it rhymed, it sang together. It was brilliant. I've, I've done a lot of work with play-by-play -play guys that couldn't say, uh, live in Calgary, here we are in the saddle home, right to the broadcast booth. You know, I mean, some guys have it and some guys don't have it. Yeah. So, I mean, on all sides of it, I mean, on a social aspect, on a funny side, on storytelling, and as an analyst, you know, when you're doing a game, you know, you, you, the guy's got to know who you are because you, you're going to say something out there, which I do, 
and someone's got to catch it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, otherwise it just dies in midair and it's, uh, you know, it's, and it's no good, you know? So, I mean, crickets, eh? Crickets. Yeah, crickets. It's like, yeah, I'm puck, you know, I the puck back in the corner or whatever it might be, you know, but, but you know, you, Strange, so yeah. Strange was, uh, and yeah. God bless me, he, pa- he passed away from cancer and, oh, he, did, and okay. he fought to the bitter end. And, and, uh, so anyway, he's, so he would definitely be, yeah, for he sure. would definitely be the guy. Um, I've done a lot of games with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And so it's hard. The, the, I tell you one guy that I, I enjoy being with and I enjoy, and we've never worked together in a game is, uh, is Ray Ferraro. I mean, we've gone to, we've gone to Ireland, we've gone to Scotland, we've gone to Bannon Dunes, we, we've, we've done games. We, everybody calls us Harry and Lloyd. Like, we are dumb and dumber when we're together. It, it is amazing. Like, you know, we're playing Old McDonald at Bannon Dunes, and yeah. we're at the range, and, and we go the wrong way, and we're late for our tea time. The, 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 tea, the, the tea box is right over there, yeah. and somehow we go the wrong way, and we're late, and we're, you know, like, so I, I like... I, I like I like that. We've been guy late a for a couple tea times yeah, too, but uh, it's just stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Just dumb it, it was usually the night before that got yeah. us. But I, but uh, uh, like I've always been. Be- I mean, not always, but I've primarily been between the benches. I, I worked last year for one round with Shane Knighty, yeah, and he was up guy. top, and I was down below, and I we really had a good chemistry together. Yeah. And you know, we like going out. We like the same dinners. We like going out for the same. You know, the same cocktails. We like going. We like playing golf together. So those are important for me, especially in the playoffs. When you got a chance to, yep. you know, you're, you're grinding it out. You're really working hard yeah. together. So, um, but that, but I, it's a good career. I haven't put a lot of thought into everybody. So that's, that's a tough one. I would love to have worked a game with Danny Gallivan. I mean, that was my Montreal Canadiens play-by-play guy. I mean, we got all the Montreal Canadiens game and he was the one with the Santa ladies, you know, <laughs> slap shot and a candidate drive and, you know, <laughs> you know, Luffler <laughs> down the wing and, you know, that whole thing. So. Dick Irvin and he. So those were my legends growing up. And Dan Kelly, actually, my play-by-play partner is John Kelly. Yeah. His dad, Dan, is one of the greatest of all time. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer. You should hear this guy call it. He called the 87 Canada Cup. So if, you're, if yeah. you get a clip of it, the 6'5", 6'5", 6'5", that's Dan Kelly. Okay. And unfortunately, he passed when he was only 52 years of age. So, um, But he, was, he would be a guy that I would like to Love do a John. game. John calls it a great game. John does call yeah. it. A very simple game. Yeah. Just calls the game. Doesn't get caught up in, in anything else. Coach's you know? dream, eh? Just keeps it simple. Just keeps it simple. Yeah. Just, you know, dumps Doesn't it go in. to his back end. Just and, keeps it and simple. I, and I bug him. I bug him with music and he doesn't know music. So then he, he's just rattled. And afterwards he'll say, you know, I don't know uh, much about music, huh? And I'll, you know, I'll be saying things like, uh, you know, they're, if, if you're playing poor, there's something I'd be like, they're way steep in a big muddy, you know? You know what I'm talking about, John? Old Bruce Springsteen there. And he's like, yeah, oh. You know? <laughs> and, he, and he's funny for me because he, he, you know, he, he plays a straight guy and I, I goof around a little bit. Yeah, so. yeah. I like Jonesy and Enzo. Me too. I like Jonesy and Enzo yeah. for the fact that I feel like, A, they're buddies. And, the, and Jonesy will always make fun of himself too, which I think- Jonesy's similar. got great self-deprecation. Yeah, yeah he's the yeah. best. Like, so yeah. when the, when I love watching those guys do I just love Jonesy. Too. Like, he's, yeah. I, yeah, everything he's about great. him, he's just like- he goes to the Winter Classic in Minnesota, and I and, and I say to him, "Hey, yeah, discover, discover, and um, and truly." I said, "They, you know, there's been COVID issues, and I think some of the guys couldn't show up. Maybe it was Mike Madonna, it might have been Jr. And uh, we got last minute call, so I I said to Niner Craig Connolly, I'm like, "Hey, Niner," I said, "Listen, I want Jonesy to come with me. If I'm going to do this, you know, and it's, sure, Jonesy comes. He's got dress shoes on. He's got pants on. It is freezing. It is like minus four hundred. <laughs> Jonesy doesn't, yeah, whatever. And he just does it, smile on his face, doesn't complain, doesn't say a word. Yeah, yeah he's a great, he's everybody, a you know what, it will be producers, directors, tape people, audio people. You know when a guy walks into a room and they all want to, they're excited. That means they treat, they treat you well. Exactly. Like, I, I learned that from Barry Melrose, you know, years and years ago. He just was liked by everybody, treated everybody great. He just treated them like, 
good people, like he was a teammate. And then you get in there and some guys that you think would have, you know, maybe more team composure and, and they don't treat them well. You're kind of like, man, that disappoints me. We're hockey players. Yeah. yeah. So we've got to treat everybody well. Shit's yeah, going to happen. These, these things aren't going to work. A replay's not going to work. There's gremlins in the building. Stuff's going to happen. I, I swear to God, <laughs> when you go through the sure. business, I'm at 34 years. Lots of stuff has happened. You just got to keep going going along and you try not to lose your mind. It was like be the, good to people. the poor video coach under John Tortorella in Tampa. Hey, Nigel, I'm like, you just <laughs> oh, come and, you just hope the fucking, th- I'm like, oh, Nigel, you're fucking in shit this time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, torch me like, you fucking kidding me, Nigel. And how about Nigel still there? He's, he's, he's going to be, he's gonna be the Tom Brady of video coaches. Where, he's he's got still in Tampa? Four yeah. rings. Wow. Stick tap to that guy yeah, right yeah. there. That's so awesome. He, you'll love this, Panger. This is years ago when, uh, we have practice. We go to the uh, Yankees, Red Sox spring training in Tampa, right? So me and Paul Ranger go, we can't find our seats. Long story short, Torts is there because he's a New England guy, right? And Nigel gets me on his fucking whatever he had back then, a phone or whatever. Next day, we're coming in for for pregame, uh, pre-scout, and Torts is like, well, boys, you know, Shane O'Brien, we trade him for, for a first-round pick, and we talked about being a pro, and, you know, it's really starting to fucking pay off. And- <laughs> Like, can they hit the thing? I got I got two big two big beers and two foot long hot dogs walking up and down the fucking. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what are the fucking chances that that fucking happened? Nigel, you yeah, you, I love Nigel, but he, he got That's me. That's funny though. Yeah, he got me. He's That's, really towards goes. That's he's why he's really, still there. He's really turned into a pro. And there's yeah. two big beers and two hot dogs. I'm like, Jesus. On the video? On the video. That's a classic. In front of all the boys. I would need a telestrator here. That, that's a yeah. telestrator. He's got the two dogs here, a little ke- yeah, ketchup yeah. and mustard. You got to love the dogs. And look at OB. He's got no problem with the weight, too. He's going to be good right there. You got the two big beers. Yeah. Lights, though, right? Lights, for sure. If you're going to have a dog, you got to go lights. Yeah, blue light. Blue light. I baby. wanted to ask you oh, about, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you about uh, when you're on the panel for TNT. This year, you did the panel one time, correct? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy yeah. that? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, Obi. I, thought, I like being on the panel. Yeah, I thought you were good at it. I actually signed, uh, I signed, I actually originally signed the deal um, thinking that that was the deal I was signing was to be on the panel. Okay. So Wayne had, you know, when I, when I, when I talked to TNT about it, um, you know, Wayne, Wayne was looking probably for somebody a little, like familiar with him. I think he wanted to make sure that, that there was some comfort there. And, and so I was like, oh, that'd be great. I'm already looking at golf course in Atlanta. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. You know, play yeah, golf, yeah, yeah. get there on the Tuesday morning, play some East golf. Lake, play some East yeah, Lake. there you go, there yeah, you go, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, they, they made the change and I think, you know, Biz came kind of into play and uh, Ace lives in Atlanta. He's close by and I think his desire was maybe to do that more than games out West. Didn't make much oh, sense. Oh, so he does live there. And so, yeah, so he lives okay, right so there. So then, and then, you know, and then you have, you know, Gretz doing how many games... Gretz does. Less is more. Yeah, yeah. I like Gretz's schedule. <laughs> Me too. I like that schedule. Um, so, um, as he says, you got to earn your nickname. Yeah, yeah. That's true. He, oh, he's, he's earned a... his. And so, but then we get, so when I got on there, I, I, I like it. I, I did it for T, TSN back in the day. Yeah. And I did it for Sportsnet. So, I always had that combination of doing, you know, doing the games and then I, you know, go into Canada and I do this, the studio. I mean, working with Bob McKenzie, James Duthie and, and the, that group was phenomenal. James Duthie is the best. Unbelievable. Like he is unbelievable. But I like the creativity of TNT. And I'll tell you what, Obi, one of the things that, I mean, they do a lot of things great, but the set is great. The set is outstanding. Me and Uppy said that too. You're not, you you know, it's not flat on the goal line, you know, where you're, you know, you're having, it's, it's perfect. I mean, you are that guy there. You got the eye, eye contact, you know, you've got, you've got Liam distributing and Ace was to my right and talk would normally be to the left right there. And, and I just think that the way that they do it is just, it's high end, it's creative. They let you go. They let you do your thing. 
And I think hockey fans have really enjoyed that. I, I do. I think there's a, such an appetite for just realness here yeah, in, in, this, yeah. uh, in this world that we're living in right now that everybody's looking with a fine yeah. comb tooth about everything that gets said. You know, they're, they're, they're keeping it real. I think the players enjoy it. I, I do believe that they've had some adjustments, OB. You know, with you've got a player on the ice. You're waiting for the interview. The guys are in the studio. They're, they're dicking around a little bit. The players are waiting because I'm usually the guy that's between the benches and the players are looking at me like, you know, so they've cleaned up some things to make yeah. sure that the players, okay, let's take care of those players right away. And, and, uh, and let's get rid of, they had the IFB. They tried that for the warm up. Most of the buildings are too loud. They couldn't hear them. So now they've brought them to the bench. And so I, I think, I think TNT's done a great job and, and having ESPN as a partner is good too, because now, you, you know, you've got competition and it's, it's, it's good. Like yeah. I, I like all the guys. I, I I've worked with a majority of the guys at, at ESPN. And the other day I was I was just I, last night Andrew Raycroft was doing the set for the college hockey. I got I've known yeah. Razor for I a long time. Razor very cool. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like yeah, I, I sent him a note. I'm like, hey, great job, Razor. I said, I know it's been a long day. Keep that energy going, buddy. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, it's you know you got to keep it. Yep. You got to keep pumping them. And I love contacting guys. You know, and and I like getting a call from like Chris Chelly was asking me what would be a good question about something. I think that's great. Like I, I think it's. I, I just enjoy our business and I enjoy the guys. And I, you know, I, I've been around a long time, but I've, I'm not saying I, I don't know everything about the business, but I, I like sending notes to guys to say great yeah. work or, yeah. you know, that's yeah. basically what I said. I had to bounce, <laughs> yeah. I had to bounce a few things off you last yeah, year in the playoffs too, where that's I was right. like, you know, they're going to come to me with these hits and I'm almost like a color guy. Although I'm in the corner with all the fans, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was great though. I, and you were at ice level. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. I mean, watching those two teams play in the conference finals, Edmonton, Colorado was, was awesome. But I also, to touch on TNT and ESPN, it gives the players, like when a player has to wait a couple of minutes to jump on this thing after a game, it, it gives them such a platform now. Yeah. Where it it, it's not versus. We're not on versus anymore. Yeah. We're not, you know, versus, yeah. remember that? I do. But, but. You know, this O-L-N. is such a, you, yeah. you're, you're going on Scott Van Pelt after a game. If you, you have a right. highlight, yeah, there's, there's 10 million people watching you. That's exactly. Hey, come right. on and show your personality and be like, you know, your face for the league, you know, have and a really smile think, on your face. And, and think about what you're doing too. Like, yeah. you know, like Connor McDavid was on the other night and, and, and Connor's, you know, he's a reserved guy. He's not yeah. a guy that's going to, and you know, he's going to go out and start getting goofy on you, but he had this shit eating grin on his face, yeah. which was great. Yeah. And, and you could tell, you know, there's just, it, it, you can't force it out of guys. Yeah. And, and, and a even lot if of, you just got 60. You know, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's what Biz is great at, right? Yeah. Biz can loosen guys yes, up to the does. point where exactly. they almost want to make fun of Biz just because, yeah. Yeah. right? Like McDavid couldn't wait to make fun of Biz kind of, right? Yeah. Like Biz kept poking him, kept poking him. Then finally he's and like, bang. he's like, you're exactly where you should be, Biz. Yeah, that's that's, that's Biz a great like, comeback. What do you mean by that? He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, you're good at what you do. But it was Which, a shot at Biz. Like yeah. that Biz brought out in, in McDavid. So that's why. When you were 12, didn't he go back on his minor hockey days? Yeah, he lost me there, but, 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 is a talented yeah. man and I think and, he really gets the guys loose. You know, you know up. what this might be, OB and 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 uh and Uppy is that we're probably going to the same guys a lot. You know, you you, you know, there's a reason for it, is because they have the personality. And maybe this will push other guys, you know, that that hey, you know what I you got an opportunity to get out there and, and show your stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you could be wearing a missing curfew hat that you want to promote, or you could be a number of things, but getting out there and your family sees you on TV. Maybe you watch these guys and say, okay, maybe I could be a little looser, you know, maybe yeah. goof around a little bit, you yeah. know, and, um, you know, we have a, we have a couple of guys on, on, on uh, you know, uh, on, on teams that you're just like, yeah, eh, eh, come on, like, yeah. Yeah, 
lighten it up a little no, bit. No, I know. Like, some you guys, know? Sometimes guys will I'd come I'd rather on. go for Root Canal than do the yeah, interview yeah, with Yeah, the guy, they'll come on show these some of these kids I don't know, and I got like three questions for them, and, and, and it, they'll answer it in two seconds, and I'm like, hey, I got six questions. Boy. Yeah, now I'm like, give me something here, and I'll tell my producer, Brucey, I'm like, yeah, that's Brucey Bruce. Bolton? Yeah, Brucey Bolton. Come on, Brucey like, boy. Maybe stay away from that kid next time. And, like, and that's what happens, yeah. you know? So people say, well, why do you have the same guys? Well, <laughs> because those guys have great personality. Yeah. That's it. And there's and there's way more out there that have great personality, too. We just haven't maybe touched on them just yet, you know? Uh, and last with TNT, I just got to ask you about uh, Uppy hooked me up playing with 99. <laughs> first time, first time I ever met him, his legs and his ass, he looks like he could still play. Like his legs are still thick and just how good a guy, huh? Unbelievable. Like you hear about how good of a guy he is and you're like, yeah, yeah. But like, it's true. Like, He's just a great person. Like I, I just, it was a blast. Man. It was like second hole. I'm like, ah, oh, nice par away. And he's like. What, you didn't have a TV growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love so that a TV where you grew up? Uh, he told me, I was, uh, before we came on here, we were, we were, he and I were going back and forth and he's in, uh, I think, is it, I say Bahamas, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Baker's he, Bay probably? He, he's resting. Yeah. He's resting. <laughs> so uh, he said, well, ask Uppy about that five on three power play when I was coaching him in Phoenix. And he says, I think, Gret's got a good memory. He says, I think Lombardi might've been his winger. Yeah. Is that yeah, right? He's my centerman. Okay. Yeah. So he says, uh, and uh, five on three, I put them out there on the power play. Uppy comes back and he goes, Gretz, what am I supposed to do? I've never been on a five on three power play before. Gretz goes, get open. They only have three guys. <laughs> That's true. He says that. He's like, that, that coaching decision is why they don't hire me anymore. <laughs> Putting you out there on the get five open. on three. They only have three guys. That's great. <laughs> But, but speaking of his memory, like he's, he's got I a great so recall. And that was yeah. the thing I took away from it too. Like how much, well, he loves the game, how much he gives back to the yeah. game, but how much he knows about the game still and watches and remembers yeah. and his stories. I was like, this guy is a great one on and off the ice for that reason to me too. Well, like, Opie, you would, you would have loved that. This was a tour. So I had four full years, you know, with Wayne as the coach and, <laughs> and some of the things that, that were said and done. And, and I, I learned an awful lot about number one, when Walter was alive, God bless his soul. This is an unbelievable guy. Besides collecting every single thing around, and he had to bring every bobblehead doll and every yearbook <laughs> back and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he, um, there were times where he was on the, always on the team bus when he was with us on the road, always on the team bus, sat at the front. We'd arrive in cities and there would be, I'm probably not four or 500 people sometimes waiting for Wayne. The poor other players on the team, uh, they never assigned anything. No, it was no, like, never. it was Wayne, 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 Wayne. And Wayne would sign in the morning, go to practice, sign in the morning. Right? Bus would, everybody would be waiting. Right? Come back after lunch, same people, sign again. Come back again, and Gretz would now come on. By the third time you're getting ready for that 4 o'clock bus or 4.30 bus, Wayne would come up. Walter would say to him, what are you doing? Wayne says, I signed for them this morning, this afternoon. They're the same people. Walter says, go back and sign. He says, they've got to make a living too. The way he said it to him, yeah. and there's Wayne, walk down the stairs, go down there. And sometimes I see young players that don't even, uh, you know, merit signing something, and they don't, and they don't even look at anybody. I'm just kind of like, ah, you know what? Yeah. I get it that they're collecting. I get it that what they're doing, but- you know what? Yeah, Make just an effort. Just I, just saw, card. I saw Wayne Gretzky for four years do whatever it would take. And OB, he was classic. We'd be at a restaurant. We'd all be sitting here at the restaurant. There'd be a kid over there in the corner. Nobody could see that kid. And he'd look at uh, either me or Darren Blake and he'd go, hey, uh, bring, that little, bring that young fella. He's in a yellow shirt. He's uh, over there on the side. He's got a hat. 
Bring him over here if you can. But the man that's standing beside him, he's a collector. I've seen that guy. Don't bring him over. Bring the kid over. And we're all talking like this. It's like private CIA conversation. <laughs> Actually, you know, we bring the kid in the yellow hat over here. Wayne signs it. Have a good day, kid. Moves over. Dinner continues on. Yeah, he yeah. sees everything. Yeah, yeah. he does. It's no, amazing. Pass so well. Eh? Pass. <laughs> Speaking of signing stuff, we you know we finished the round at the Grove, and you know he, we're on like sixteen. He's like, "Oh, be best hot dog of the planet here." By the way, I'm like, "Well, that's what I'm having for lunch." If the great one says the best hot dog ever, so they're like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "I'll take the dog," and then he signs the scorecard, and I, luckily I shot seventy nine, which for me is oh, amazing. So nice. I, I got it on my right when I'm like my TV to Shane. Oh, great one. Like, how classy oh, yeah. is that? Like, oh, yeah, he, he marked the score for everyone and gave you the scorecard. Yeah, yeah, signed it for him. Signed it for him. That's great. From the Grove. See? That's, that's classy. So, that's something that, you know, we've got great young players. You know, hopefully they pick up on some of these so, things that he that One he thing that, uh, that I get when I see Wayne, and I obviously grew up in an era with Wayne, right? Northern Alberta kid, but... I heard it, you were from Fort McMurray. Fort McMurray, my man. Cold up there. Yeah, I brought Obi up there for my Jersey retirement. Fuck, I day. never felt so good off. for you. Yeah, it was great. I went up on a day. We get up there. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> no, so, so listen, we're going through a, a, obviously an era change with the way the games played, the rules, everything. I want to know if these kids, if you sat all these kids in a classroom and they, like, would they know the stories of the second generation era of, of hockey where Wayne Wayne knew everything about the older players, right? Like everything. Do you think like Connor McDavid knows absolutely everything about Wayne Gretzky? Or do you think McCarr knows everything about Mario Lemieux or like or will, George Cairo or will, like, will, will they be know. able to carry on these yeah. stories of these you know older I mean? some legends? Do, some because yeah. because Wayne, who was hockey's greatest and he he spent all his time at a sport he knew everything about Gordie Howe. It was like he, yeah. he, and they didn't have the internet. They didn't have anything. Actually, more than even Gordie Howe. Yeah, I like mean, going way yeah. back, right? He, 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 and he still he, remembers He him. tells a story. He tells stories of uh, first time Walter brought him to Maple Leaf Gardens because they got in free because they played, you know, the, the morning, the game in the morning. And, and his dad would say, you got to watch Bobby Clark. We're going to watch Bobby Clark. That's what we're going to watch. And Bobby Clark, I, which I didn't know, he was the first guy to set up behind the net. If he wasn't the first guy, he was the first guy in his area. So he said, watch Bobby Clark. Watch him go behind the net. Wayne, that's what he does. And, you know, Wayne became the greatest there. They go to Buffalo <laughs> and they'd tip. watch Gilbert Perrault. And I'm like, you're a Gilbert Perrault fan? Like he, he throws out other guys, random guys that you wouldn't think of besides, you know, besides Gordy and other guys. But he's like, Gilbert Perrault. When I saw him skate, oh my God. Like yeah. he, but you, to answer your question, there are guys that absolutely hot stove it up still to this day and still do know who the players are. Yeah. And, and, and then there are players that unfortunately, um, they don't, and, and they don't want to talk about hockey. They don't watch hockey. They play video games. And, and I'm not saying that playing video games versus watching hockey is different because a lot of guys like video games, but I'm, I'm just saying that they, yeah, but <laughs> you wake up the next morning and, and did you see that? You see that game? You see that saved? You see that stuff? There's, there's a ton of guys that are still like that, which is yeah, good. That's great. Which he, is great. So he told a story about our late Bobby Hall. And how Bobby Hall leaving the NHL to go to the WHA was the reason why Gretzky made the money he did. The reason why. And, and he's like, and I bet you no one knows that. Yeah. But, but, and then I actually brought it up to Brett last week and I was like, you know, sorry to hear about your old man. Yeah. Wayne told me this incredible story and it was just, you know, well, lots of stories about Bobby. But um, he was like, 
you know, he set the, he left and it was a big reason why, you know, the, the contract started to become something that you didn't have to get second jobs for. And then I'm like, you know, do you think like a young kid knew that that was what Bobby Hall did for, for the sport? For like the maybe, sport. Yeah. yeah. Everybody thinks, well, Bobby took the million dollars. Yeah. No, Bobby set up shop for everybody yeah. else. Yes. Not, not much different. And I don't want to get too much into it, but what the, you know, live, live started something that a lot of people aren't happy with, but yeah. you know, the PGA tour has accommodated what's over there to make sure that the players yeah. right here are, are getting treated a little bit better than what they were before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so there's, but that whole WHA, you know, I, there's so many guys, Jerry Cheevers. I mean, the guys that left at the time, they were so good. I mean, the Jerry Cheevers, the Patty Stapleton, the, um, I think at one time you had Rick, you had Rick Vive, Mark Messier, Mike Gartner, Gratz playing all his 19 year olds, you know, like just an unbelievable group of guys. Yeah. I, I'd like to get back to why, why in the world did Wayne Gretzky, why wasn't he not able to win? Like, do you believe he couldn't yeah. win the Calder trophies <laughs> because he played in the WHA? Oh, it's a, I, oh I, mean, I never knew that. Is that true? And then he didn't win the heart. He didn't win the art Ross trophy his first year. Cause he tied with Marcel Dion and Marcel had more goals. So they concluded that Marcel won it. I'm pretty sure. So he got robbed out of two. We got a little more hardware. Yeah, man. So me and Uppy were talking about this and, and we, we said maybe every ring, cause we were worried about kids growing up, like my nephew's growing up and I'm going to tell him who Wayne Gretzky was, but then, you know, maybe every rink in Canada, should there be a 99 in every rink retired? Like, so when the kid walks in is, you know, that was Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. You know, maybe that's something that we could continue. I to thought have we were, every honestly, rink. Opie, I thought we were going to have that in the NHL. Or any like when, yeah, when we were, I was in Toronto for That's the All-Star game of 2000. So he'd retired in 99. So when the year turned 2000 in Toronto and they did this big, massive presentation, Gretz is going on the ice and uh, they basically, they, you know, 99 was being retired. And I just fully expected as years were going on that I'd go to every rink and Somewhere 99 would yeah. be there. Yeah. And Even it'd be, that, that's, yeah, like, you're right. right? I mean, why, that? why isn't it? Yeah. Why, why isn't it? I mean, I, mean, I get it. No one's going to wear it. And yeah, but still it but, should be hanging there. You're yeah, right. It yeah, should I be agree. hanging should there. hundred percent. Yeah. It should be for sure. Look at all the hockey here. We're, we're just talking to some of your, some yeah. of the fellows here Even about it, San Diego. It, and yeah, if and, you're a young kid, and, the Honda center that comes in and you see 99, there should be a say, story or maybe there should be something that? in the, in the concourse. Maybe there should be a glass display of, and it should just be Wayne history. Gretzky, yeah. you know? Yeah. Everywhere. I like it. Yeah. Panger, I wanted to get your thoughts on, on that. There's something, you know, McDavid said the other night about the World Cup. And I, mm-hmm. I got in an argument with Cooley this week about, oh, it can't happen. We could do uh, Fuck off, Cools. Like, when the best player on the planet <laughs> You put says, him in his place, didn't you? I tried. I tried. But <laughs> he, he's smarter than me, unfortunately. But I think we got to have one sooner than later. I, I know what's going on with Russia and all that stuff. But don't you think we need best on best here? Because he hasn't been yeah. able to do it yet. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people were negative on it, but don't forget we had, we had COVID, like COVID created a real problem going to Asia um, and the NHL players were, you know, nullified yeah, yeah. of the Olympics. And that, 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 I'm, that's a tough one, but I'm, you're, you are right. I'm talking North America, y- yep. have it in Vegas if you want. Absolutely. In September, uh, it's not going to happen, but just, I, I get the going over there stuff, but in when, North America. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and the best on best is, yeah. you know, I, and I, I remember seeing rendezvous, like in the middle of the season, the Montreal Canadiens played the best Russian players. Philadelphia Flyers. Do you remember that? Yeah. They, they, the Russians went into Philly. Broke actually, his guy's leg. They left the game a little bit. But, what, <laughs> but, I mean, you're right. I mean, you know, there's, a, there's an appetite and a thirst for it for sure. Yeah. Because the last time we did it was at 16. I think I worked for, I yeah. worked for ESPN well, yeah, for that North. World Cup. And, and I got to do that, that, that young. Uh, young stars. Yeah. What, what North America. Like? North, North America. Right. Yeah. And it was spectacular. I mean, spectacular. And I, I forgot that that's how long it's been. 
Yeah, so yeah, I, we, we do say, we do need to have something I, done, and I don't know what to do with with the Russian Federation yeah. and how we're. I mean, that's. But I would say I would say this player sort of like when the best player on the planet wants it. Now and now that the fans want it, X players want it, we all want it. This could be the time you build on it. Yeah. If you have one, now we might be able to get some traction on it because I think the one in 2016, it wasn't probably or as, just do U.S. versus Canada, or something or yeah, or something. Yeah. There, there needs Need to be something. something. There needs yeah. to be something. something. I mean, if Russian, if if Russia is out, well, I don't think we can. I I, I don't think we can eliminate all the other great players from playing. Yeah. You know, we, we can come up with I got an idea. I'm going to bring up to you guys off air. Canada versus everybody. Bring it on. Canada, everyone yeah. versus McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know some people that might fund this thing. They started, you know, the live tour, for example, gotcha. they would pay millions and millions to these guys to just go, okay, well they won't do it for you here. Bam. Here you go. There you go. You, you know, guys like that. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, right? so let's get like, let's get it started." Yeah, I don't want to just yeah, mention I like it, that. but th- yeah. I'm sure. Like, okay, this this won't happen because there's enough of this. money out there. There's Somebody's yeah, money yeah. out there. Yeah. Some, up to, you want well, the way, to, Hey, the the amount of money you guys are making with this yeah, yeah. curfew? Are you kidding me? We're lucky you guys keep, are going to be able to afford. We're lucky yeah. to keep these lights on here, Packer. We're lucky to keep the lights on. Hey, hey uh, do we have a couple photos we want to put up and just laugh for a bit? Do you got some quick hits you want to ask? We we ran through a lot of them. Okay, was good. Okay. Nothing's quick with me, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's no, I'm not really a big quick hit guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's some good You're more of a hot stove guy. You're more of a hot stove guy. Have a, have a nice uh, beverage of some sort. There's the white stove. pads. They're there. There's the white pads. You weren't kidding. Brian's 27 inches tall. What, those, <laughs> those, what would those pads look like now? Just what would those pads look like on Vasilevsky right now? They cover They shin. look like a soccer shin Actually, pad. Actually, I did a feature with Ben Bishop for TSN a number of years ago where um, he actually put on my equipment and I put on his equipment. And um, it, 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 uh, he said to me, I wouldn't wear these playing street hockey <laughs> as a 12-year-old. And so, I mean, let's... Like the the pads, they're they're all different. But look at the one on the left. I like the brown ones. Okay, those those it on the curves left. in a bit. Those were my. That was my first. Uh, those are the pads I wore the year before in Saginaw, and Halifax, and they were all beat up. I mean, there was patches all over the place. But those gloves were brand new. I just got them. I was so pumped up. I got these red and you know black and white gloves, and I was feeling like an NHLer then. And then I got those white pads. And then I gassed that the blocker on the left. I gassed that one, but I kept the catching glove on the. On, for a long time that's the glove that is the glove on the left that i made that save with it is right yeah, yeah that's it's, that was ba- a, it's a company called bayard bayard and they were from quebec and i love these things they were unbelievable i can't find them anywhere um <laughs> fire on the next one max yeah the stick the mask i'd like to know who you're i'm style oh, see, see what i'm talking about with my pads i mean i could have went five hole on you there it's <laughs> look but look at Were the you pads. Flexible I, guy? Look, I got patches like you read about. Look at them. They're just those pads together. look like yeah, the pads I had growing up playing roller like yeah, outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were bad. Road warriors. <laughs> they, were, yeah. they were bad. I mean, I think I wore them for That's two years in Saginaw. Yeah. How oh. sick is that jersey? I tell you what, to put it see the, see my That's sticker true. on the side. So I've got this white mask. I had it made in Saginaw, uh, and then I had a Saginaw uh, <laughs> sticker on it. And then I get to the NHL, and I get this. Oh, I was in Halifax before that, so I had a Halifax Oilers sticker, and then I take that one off, and I got to put the little Blackhawk sticker right there. That is good right there. Journeyman. I, I, yeah, I didn't want to have a, uh, I didn't want to wear a wear a mask that had a lot of colors because I was. Yeah, just, you wanted to let everyone know you're available, right? I you're was like, just trying to. <laughs> I just kind of break, uh, hoping I was going to make the team. There's three goalies. There's Bob Mason, uh, Murray Bannerman, and myself. And we for for a little while there was just three of us goalies, and and our coach Bob Murdoch was asked about carrying three goalies, 
And he said, uh, it's not a problem. He says, Bob Mason gets the one bed. Murray Bannerman gets the other, and Pang gets the top shelf of the of the drawer. And it was a funny line. And I'm like, this guy's good. Yeah. It was- so like, obviously, goalies are like, how undersized were you back then, Panger? Like, what what was a normal size goal? Like, was he a six footer? Uh, was he like how undersized? You know were what? You? Uh, the goalies that were great in my era that were tall were probably Pete Peters was probably a six footer. We probably had a couple of guys six feet. Sean Burke was a a, a big guy. Yeah. Um, Tom Barrasso was he was fairly big. Billy Ranford not Darren, too big, right? No, I think. Billy was probably six feet or five. Yeah, Fierzy wasn't too Fierzy big. was five nine. Alan Bester, how big was uh, Alan Bester? He was about five seven. He yeah. was one of the smaller goaltenders Andy to have Mo- success. Yeah. Uh, Moger was about five nine. I, I like I played at <laughs> I played at five. Uh, about five nine. <laughs> I played at five. Uh, Mike Vernon was one of my favorites. Oh, Vernon, um, he's a good guy. I think he's a Hall of Famer too. By the way, so if anybody's listening, yeah. I mean, he he should be. He should yeah. be a Hall of Famer. He's a good guy. And so I, I was, I mean, a five four and a half. I was almost five five. Okay. <laughs> And I was 135 pounds. That's what, what, what arm is that? So I cheated. They, we went through this little weigh-in thing. So when I found out we were weighing in, I had the one-piece cotton, you know, the, the, long, the underwear that we always wore. So, so I, I put, man, I, I strapped on that, those sand weights. I jacked them. So we were going the other way. Sumo. And I sumoed them this way and this way. And I taped them. I put my stuff back on. And I had ankle weights on and I, I weighed 152 pounds with everything. So they put me down as 155, but I've never, I don't even weigh 155 now. So <laughs> I played at 135. So that was, that, I think to me that was, now I regret cheating because now in the stats, it says I'm 5'5", 155, but I was really 5'4 and a half, 135. And there's a big difference because yeah. the smallest goalie to ever play was in the, in the 20s, Roy Warders, and he was really little, like 5'3 and a half, 130 pounds. And, and uh, so I, I'm really the second smallest to ever play. So I, I just That's wish great. I didn't. I wish those yeah, numbers yeah. were leg- like were out there. And cause well, they I, are now. People are listening. Because yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I, it's neat because I get goalies all the time, OB. They, they, they're really respectful, but they're funny. Even Soupy the other day, uh, Campbell was there. And he, I, I could tell he was kind of just... <laughs> like just kind of looking at me like no way <laughs> and I think that's cool now that I'm yeah, older you know yeah. I think that's really neat that guys look at me and maybe there's a little not respect but maybe For wonder sure maybe wonder more than anything they yeah. wonder how the hell did you even play you know Yeah. so that that's a neat part so you were trying to put sandbags on I was trying to get one <laughs> I, I was trying to get one foot off the scale I was like oh, fuck is that what is that 230 I was like trying to balance on it but you had, you had a good hundred on me yeah more than that but, but Penger you're talking about talking to the guys like my my favorite thing about you is you always made the game more fun, right? You interact with the home and away team and you continue to do that. And so is that how you just kind of pride yourself on it? I know I it comes so. natural to you, but yeah. that's, that's huge when the boys can come over and cause there's a lot of guys you, you know, we all play, you don't really want to talk to, but you're yeah. always one guy. I was like, Panger, what's going on? Fella? Yeah. So, I, and I like that stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. and I, 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 when that leaves, I mean, I think I've got to leave. Yeah. That, that's just kind of the way I think. I think that, I think there's always an expiration date. Um, lose in touch with the, with the players. You, you can't, you can't do that. Like you got to find a way, you know, whether it's like Mason McTavish is a great example. Like I didn't know Mason McTavish at all, but I went into the locker room to talk to him. My nephew from Ottawa, uh, both of them, Jake and, and Jesse Bryson, uh, they basically grew up with Mason. They played on the same 12 and under team that went undefeated. So there I am, you know, in the room and I got a picture of him with my nephew. And now I've, I've kind of clicked with it with, yeah. with him a little bit, you know, and there's yeah. some trust there or, you know, Cal DeHaan is a good friend, again, of my nephew. And so I've been to Cal's house and, you know, we've had a couple of pops. We played some golf together. Now now you get maybe guys saying, hey, this guy, you know, this guy, hey, he played. And 
boy, you go back to it. He he actually won a Memorial Cup, or he, you know, or he, and so they get a bit, maybe a more familiar feel. And and maybe the biggest thing that that I appreciate over time, and I hope that this is the case, but I'm not. I I don't screw people over. Yeah. You know, like I think you're going to come over. I'm not going to say something out of school. I'm going to have fun with what you said. We're going to bring you in. You know, Uppy and I've had a lot. We had a lot of fun together. Oh, for sure. You know, like and, and that that made that 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 was a like a probably a. I went through, it's 14 years at, 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 with the Blues, and there's been some unbelievable relationships. And the ability to be with the guys and, 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 and not be always together, but there's always a time where we play, hey, you want to play some golf? Like, let's go, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and let's go out there and play. And I, I, don't, I didn't, don't really, and, and, and uh, it's not something I wanted to do. I don't really hang out and go for dinners and stay out late with the, with, with the fellas. Like, I don't. Well, you can't, stay up, not, you can't stay up no. his latest him, Panger. Well, Holy God. Well, no, well, nobody well, can, Panger. He's close, but I, I, they gave I'm, us, I'm close. They gave us the brand. They gave us the brand. <laughs> nobody can, don't try to, he's put a lot of guys yeah. in retirement. But you know what I mean, right? I mean, that's one thing that I kind of stayed away from. Like, course, that's that's course. your time, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. your stuff. But yeah. the other stuff, going out and having a lunch, uh, a couple of pops at lunch, or going to play golf and, and stuff, that's, that's what it's all about. There should be relationships in there. And, and, and the only other, the guy that I had that the same as that was Dan Murphy in, and obviously Kyle Keefe in yeah, Colorado. Kiefer's, Kiefer's the man, but Murph. Yeah. And especially in a, a market like Vancouver where the media is such a big thing. Like the guys trust Murph, you know, and, and yeah, I'll do an extra interview with you, Murph. And I had fun. Like you guys didn't warm yeah. up with Murph, but you trust him. And I remember when I got put on waivers, he reached out to me and said, Hey, I'll just give you a heads up. Like from what I've heard, you're going to, uh, you know, tomorrow morning on waivers and stuff like that. Like he's just yeah. the type of guy that he does his job the right way. He's yeah. professional, but the players trust him. Yeah. And I would play golf with him. I go have lunch with them. Over stuff at Marine like Drive. Yeah. He was, yeah Marine Drive. Drive. Exactly. exactly um, so. On that note, I should say a uh, guy that's been around a long time, but Cheech, uh, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Garrett's going to yeah. step down yeah. after this year. So yeah, I saw that last that's night. It's a long, long time that he oh, did this wow. business. So yeah, him and, sh- him yeah. and uh, both of them. Shorty. Shorty. Shorty's going to keep doing no, it. No, Shorty's. He's still rolling. Yeah, they're oh, yeah, good. Okay. But anyway. They're good. So yeah, they call it good game. Uh, Panger, you're the man, buddy. Thanks, we appreciate buddy. it. We could do this all day. Really appreciate it. I got to tell you right now, boys, I- I'm a 10 handicap right now. So here we go. Yeah, I, oh, I know. Yeah. But listen, I, oh, I want to get it out of the way. Here we go. I'm oh, all on. Yeah, yeah, just get a human <laughs> ATM. Yeah. I've been a human ATM to this guy over here. Yeah. But didn't no, he just listen, say a little I, bit ago he shot that 79 with Gretz, you know, under pressure? Yeah, yeah. You know, he did. Probably at the Grove. That's how much TNT pay? That's a big wall you got there. I know. He's getting a couple inches now.